Yo, Willie's World Podcast, dopest dope you're ever gonna smoke. Today, we're doing our first live cast. Well, not live cast, but COVID's kind of calmed down a little bit in Queensland. And we're sitting today with the, the econ mastermind, the one and only Pele Vuitton, the homie. We've been partying a lot lately. And, and the sidekick, we on. Hello, my friends. How are you today? Welcome to my podcast. Thank you, and please do not come again. So, Pele, how you going, mate? Yeah, what's going on, guys? Happy New Year. Year. Happy New Year, guys. How's your 2021 going? Fuck yeah, we started the right way, didn't we? You were there, mate. I was there, (laughs) but I was there in physical form. In mental form, I don't really remember being there, but I'm sure a whole bunch of shit happened. Um, It was a pretty crazy evening. Um, I didn't jump off the back of the boat this time, which is... (laughs) Probably a good thing. Um, last year I did that. <laughs> that was that much to the eventful, uh, you know, pain of the boat captain. He got pretty mad about that. Apparently, it's not a good idea to jump into a shipping lane off a three-story bu- uh, roof. But you know, whatever. <laughs> that never stopped me before, and it probably won't stop me in the future. <laughs> so, so Pele, give give us the goss, man. How how's life in in the, in Brisbane? And give us a little feedback on um, you know your your history and how you got into ecom. Yeah, awesome, man. Um, yeah, thanks again for having me on, obviously. Um, but yeah, basically, guys, Brisbane is a vibe. <laughs> you know what we're doing. Um, yeah, basically, like, I, I got into e-com about three years ago. And um, pretty much since then, obviously, been living the good life. So, um, yeah, that e-com life. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much that, Willie. So, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know how we party. What, what, so, so, yeah, we know how you party, <laughs> but we, we're, I'm interested in how you got here. So tell, so, tell us a little bit about re- your roots. Where did you grow up and um, what, what were you doing before this? How, how old are you? And, you know, just give us a little bit of, you know, the kind of the rundown of, like, how you kind of came to this point where you're, where you, you know, helping people make money. Yeah, for sure, man. So, yeah, I'm from the UK, guys. And, um, yeah, pretty much I moved to Australia maybe about nine years ago um and when i got here i was pretty much fresh out of school guys so literally had no idea what i wanted to do in my life literally like most of us we finished school and um from then on it's uh just a game of experimentation unless you've got a mentor right so for for years and years i pretty much just did um working jobs you know what i mean um my first ever job was in a chinese restaurant and um in brisbane no that was in harvey bay my man so Moved straight to Harvey Bay. Grandparents are there. And um, yeah, like literally just slugged it out for the first six years of being in Australia um, until the day I decided that I wanted a little bit more from life. So I decided to move to Brisbane from Harvey Bay on my own. Literally like had about $500 to my name. And um, yeah, just pretty much just did like the flat share thing. You know what I mean? But um, it was about four years ago that I wanted to get into e-com. So 2017, beginning of 2017, I managed to score a job at a real estate agent. And um, yeah, from then on, I was pretty much just doing cold calling, guys. So any of you that have done cold calling before, you know what a shit gig it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, from that point I on... I definitely had a few shit gigs in my life. So I never did, <laughs> I never did cold calling though. I set, I, had the, I set the limit at washing dishes and tree lopping. Oh, I love it. Well, fuck, <clears> I've done door knocking as well. Like all kinds of sales gigs selling charity... Kirby's. I'm not sure if you heard of the Kirby, Willie. What's the Kirby? Give us the four one one on the Kirby. <laughs> the Kirby vacuum cleaner. So they're, they're pretty revolutionary. So sell me, sell me, sell me, sell me. I want. We want to hear some of this. The the, the, the original like kind of the original Steve's. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I can't sell you because it's not a product I truly believe in. You know what I mean? Like it's 
It's a four thousand dollar vacuum that's, that's cleaner. A good, that's a good salesman, right there. <laughs> exactly. Like I, I don't believe in the product, and that's why I was pretty shit at that Kirby job. So um, yeah, and I mean, I, I lasted over about <laughs> six months, but I trained some people, and um, but yeah, pretty much got to Brisbane. I did real estate. It was my first ever proper job, and um, through that, like I was doing cold calling and semi set up an agency. So I, I hired about twelve people at LJ Hooker, LJ Hooker Paddington, and um, yeah, like really got my like kind of really found my ground within the sales industry. You know what I mean? Um, but I always knew that I never wanted to work for money. Like a lot of us, I'm sure that you've all, you know what I mean? You want to own your own business. You want to do something that doesn't take your time to actually earn that money because I was literally earning pennies there. You know what I mean? Like 800 bucks a week and for like, that doesn't really pay for your life, does it? So no, not when you got to pay rent and you know, yeah, I grew up rent. in Sydney. It's a lot more expensive than living up here. It's pretty pretty cheap really to live up here compared to living in sydney yeah crazy bro i can't, I can't imagine like having to pay like 1500 bucks a week rent like i'd you know what i mean i would have moved back to harvey bay but <laughs> well 1500 bucks would get you a pretty good crib anywhere in the world but you know fair enough yeah, 500, yeah. excuse me 500 bucks for like you know a one bedroom studio in the back of shitville fucking western suburbs not that i ever lived like that <coughs> but i have a lot of friends that had to do shit like that yeah man i, I can imagine but yeah Brisbane's a good life. I must add, I do love it here, guys. Um, like, I'm in between Brisbane and Gold Coast all the time. But real estate, for those of you that know, when you start at the bottom, you're pretty much the office bitch. And that's pretty much how it goes. You know what I mean? Shit you're, kicking. Get me a coffee. You're, you're shit Hurry kicking up. and you're seeing, you're seeing everyone else. <laughs> I mate. ordered a mocha latte, not a fucking... Not a mocha latte, no. It was a mocha latte. <laughs> that's shit. <laughs> but you're earning next to nothing. And you see the big guys that you're actually setting up deals for and... They're earning good cash, you know what I mean? Like, uh, obviously selling the houses, but there's a lot to it. And let's face it, no one's really going to respect a young guy coming into the industry that has no experience and no sales history. So, like, at, at the end of the day, it's a little bit of a struggle. But in the beginning of 2017, I started. I decided, I was like, look, I want to make a business. So my first ever thing, uh, first ever business I created was selling iPhone, well, fixing iPhone screens. That's a good business. It was pretty good. They tend to smash. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> it, it got me good. It got me going good. Do you know what I mean? Like I was, I was doing like an odd job after work every day, and um, like earning pretty much the same amount that I'd make and for my job. Were you fixing the iPhones yourself? Yeah, I'd fix them myself. Learn from YouTube. So <laughs> that's good. That's good hustle. That's 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 a lesson for kids. You know, the the Encyclopedia Britannica and basically the Library of Alexandra, Alexandria is basically on the internet these days. So oh, if you 100%. really want to learn something. If you put your brain to it, you can learn pretty much any skill for probably no money other than the internet connection. Yeah, I totally agree. And with you're you probably there. a testament to that. Everything I've learned so far has been from Google, YouTube. When you have a question, don't even bother asking people. You know what I mean? Just type it into your phone, guys. I'm going to give you the best answers because you've literally got the smartest people in the world with access. Um, you got access to them. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I fixed iPhones. It was a pretty good gig, but at the same time, uh, I, I didn't really know what I was doing. You know what I mean? Like I, I fixed the phones, and um, but as for the business aspect and getting leads and stuff like that, it's pretty much just getting them from Facebook, and it's still working for money, right? So, yeah, like I, I started looking into e-commerce. Like I googled what is making the most millionaires of 2017, and um, yeah, e-commerce, Amazon, and I just didn't like the the business model of Amazon. So, like I started looking into e-commerce, and um, it took me like 11 months to crack, guys. Literally 11 months of making no money at all, working 50 hours a week in a real estate office. Um, 
uh, and earning no money from it until one day, literally, like it's all it takes. It just like, snapped. It, it's Oops. like a it's like a cake, Willie. You know what I mean? Like you get, yeah, like you can put in ninety nine percent of the ingredients, but you're gonna get a shit cake at the end. Once you perfect you that, that system, yeah. Once you once you put the fucking icing on, <laughs> you know what I mean, and and, <laughs> and you perfect that recipe, then literally shit just starts to take off. It's like, and it's like it's like picking up girls. Once you close your first ten, after all those years of trying. <laughs> unless you look like, you know, unless you look like Barbie doll, you know, like a pretty boy. You're a good looking dude though. You did, probably did all right from the get-go. But, you know, once you crack that first supermodel, it, that, that other pussy don't taste the same. <laughs> Fuck you. You're a funny guy. Yeah, and, um, and, and that's probably... That's, that's probably, why we're here. We're here to go have a conversation. Uh, I'm tied down now, my man. I have been for a I love, while. I like, I like your girlfriend. She's a cool chick. Shout out to and Nina. she's a boss. She is a boss. Erin. <laughs> Oh, is it, I thought it was it's Aaron. Aaron yeah. Oh, Aaron. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. She's listening. No, she's probably not listening. So. She'll get you on Oz. Hi, there. Aaron. <laughs> I'll send you a Christmas card in ten months, and you'll forgive me. Hopefully, <laughs> but she's now a boss now. So. so she. So so so. Give us a rundown. So you continued on to that. You got into ecom after real estate. How long? How long were you um, doing both jobs? You had the normal job, and then you had the side hustle. How long did that continue for? Yeah. So eleven <laughs> months of grinding it out, guys, trying to figure out what. Um, what the go is with e-commerce but as I said that day I got my first break we went from earning like $100 a day to 1100 bucks that first day the next day 2.5k the next day after that another 2.5k the Monday I called my boss quit my job and what <laughs> was it what was the crux what was the, what was it that changed was it like some kind of like your, the, the way that you looked at the algorithms or you know was it just a product that just started to catch attention after you thrown shit at the wall and so finally something stuck or what was it that actually like that that clicked for you it was more so like the attention to your customers so one thing i've always specialized in is giving like a personalized service and that's pretty much why i took off in real estate but i started putting my real estate scripts into e-commerce so the copywriting side of things guys like uh, and obviously the sales terminology and that's what really like gave me my break was figuring out what it what it is that people actually want and then giving it to them. It's as simple as that. You walk into let's what's a what's a shitty shop? I don't really shop at them, but like you know what I mean? Like what's I a, don't really shop seven, at them. What, what's a shitty clothing <laughs> shop? Like, I can't think of the top of my head. But the reject um, shop. The reject shop. So you go in there, they sell clothes? Uh, I don't know. Like maybe what are you gonna call it? Maybe like a like a supre or like I don't know, but most of them, yeah, yeah. Anyways, whatever, whatever the low end shop is, right? Just yeah. a low end shop. You know what I mean? You walk in, you look we won't around. Name names. Every, every, the moment you walk for in, for legal reasons, <laughs> right? Very, very best. But you walk in, and literally every single staff member just puts their head down. You know what I mean? You're not really going to get much of uh, attention from them because they're all working for minimum wage. You know what I mean? But let's let's convert that to let's say Louis Vuitton. You walk in there and. What do they do? First up, you get greeted. Hello, you Hello, get greeted sir. by someone that's really... You? Yeah, exactly. How's so someone that's on top of their game. They understand like every product that's in the shop. You have any questions and they are there like within an instant just to answer that and obviously help you through the purchase. So that's pretty much what I started doing with Ecom is offering a personalized service to every single customer that walks through the door. You know what I mean? And um, from then on, like... That, that was what gave me my break, guys, was um, the moment we started paying utmost attention and really helping the customers through every stage of the purchase system, you know what I mean? Like the sales funnel, like sales just started to take off. And um, like the day I had my break, like 
You know what I mean? I, I knew this was the one. And um, yeah, like I quit my job three days later, guys. And well, that was over uh, three at, years at ago. At the time, so. what, what were you actually selling? Yes, I've, I've sold lots of things online. But um, I mainly specialize in clothing. And um, you know what I mean? So mainly clothing, bland, clothing brands because let's face it, like, you know what I mean? You, you buy like a tech uh, item, let's say, let's say a microphone or something like that. You know what I mean? Like you're only ever going to come once you've got your microphone. You don't really want another one, right? Because you've already got it. So yeah. with clothing, obviously, you, you can never have enough clothes. Like you know what I mean? I'm sure you're the same as me, but like my wardrobe is just flooded full of shit. Like I, I, I handed hand, hand me down to all the friends. But like, well, you know what I mean? So well, the, the hardest part about my life was that for many, many years, obviously, I was a professional athlete. So I used to just get boxes and boxes of shit. So when I became a civilian, like probably four years ago. And I stopped getting boxes. Then I had to start buying shit, which was kind of... <laughs> I started... Made, made me feel like a pleb. But at the same time, like, I, I understand because I always had a fascination with shoes and I never had a shoe sponsor. So the only thing I ever used to buy was shoes. And the only things that I'm obsessed with are sunglasses and shoes. So, like, I used to be on the Dragon International team and I used to have, like, 30, 40 pairs of sunglasses and I'd wear... In, sometimes in one day, I'd wear three pairs of sunglasses just because I was... Because I'm swag. Love it, bro. That's great. Hell is why I've you're, a, you're a special My case, though, Willie. Future's so bright, I've got to wear shades. <laughs> but yeah, so but what kind of clothing? Women's clothing or, or yeah, we've done clothing? both. But of course, women obviously love Shop clothes a, a lot more than guys. And um, yeah, you know I mean, they're all about trends. So literally, do you, you can do you just remember keep... that Chris Rock line? Oh, I think it was Chris Rock. He said, "Women be shopping. Women be shopping." <laughs> love it. <laughs> I'm sorry great. to interrupt you but continue, continue no you're good bro so, so yeah like pretty much like w women love clothes and um, you know what I mean they can never have enough of it and, and most girls will only ever wear like a dress once you know what I mean so like they wear it for an occasion and that's that you know what I mean they'll, they'll give it to another friend and you know what I mean? Like, they don't want to be seen twice in photos with the same dress. So, no, that's not good for business. No, of course not. You know what I mean? We've, we've all got mm. reps to hold now. Now it's Instagram and Facebook and um, all these other social media platforms that <laughs> all revolve around photos. So, you know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. Then, so, you, so you've got the, you've got the, the whole entourage. Um, Wian, what up, dude? How are you? How's it going, brother? You South Africa representing Africa. Let's how go. Did you, how did you meet your homie Pele over here? So I probably know Pele. Probably longer than anyone. I, longer I think, than most. Yeah. yeah, longer than most. Um, yeah, I met him when he worked at the real estate gig. So one of the guys that used to work for him was um, a friend of a friend. Uh, shout out, Reese. <laughs> how long? How long you been here for? Uh, I've been in Australia for eight years. Okay, eight so nine years. So year off over him. Yeah, yeah. So I came after so school not, as well. You guys aren't quite. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. But yeah, you, so, by, you, you didn't come with your family though. You came by yourself. Um, yeah, kind of like some of family is still here, but yeah, like yeah. I went straight to like a college, like dormitory and started studying here. And yeah, so I met, I, I think I met Pele like probably 2016, 2017. I remember the moment I walked in, um, to Reese's house, like Reese was, uh, I hired Reese, a friend of mine from a previous job. I hired him in real estate, but Viam was at his house. Was he taking a photo of his tailpipe of his car? <laughs> no, he was there because Reese had really fast internet. <laughs> oh, <it's> really <laughs> That's good, man. Hey, and Vian's downloading courses of Ty Lopez. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. Pretty much we bonded over that. Like, I just, uh, the first. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're both in the learning stages before I'd but, like, but done anything the, in e-com. But that's the hustle. That's how you, you, you group together and that's how you, you find a camaraderie between a group and then you... You know, you guys, you grow together, and it's it's very every 
there's you know many do i listened to a podcast the other day of errol etala who's a very famous pro snowboarder and laurie heskari and um there were a group of snowboarders that grew up together and eight out of ten of them all went pro because they all grew up night riding every single day and pushing each other they'd learn every single trick switch frontside backside switch backside and all of them ended up becoming super international big pros because they held each other accountable and obviously, ecom is a little bit different than snowboarding in Finland in the fucking minus thirty, but it's the same kind of mindset. And if you find like-minded members of a tribe, and as Brandon Beeble said in a previous podcast that I did, he said your vibe attracts your tribe, and that's a testament to that, right? You guys are hanging out together, and you you freed up your life, and now you live in the nomadic life off your laptop. Well, your network is your net worth, my friend, and. Um e-commerce it's it's pretty much a game of batting of each other you know what i mean like you create something that works and um yeah you let your crew in and um we can all make money together it's no fun at the top on your own you know what i mean so yeah i definitely agree with that that's pretty much what it's about man like uh, and obviously now like i it ain't I've, fun if the homies can't get some <laughs> yeah 100 percent. like you i i you know what i mean you don't, don't want to be out ideas. the only person with money. i know my you girlfriend's outside but come on i don't know if she's down with that love it bro <laughs> maybe we can ask later yeah so no yeah we met what 2016 2017 yeah. and then um we became really good friends and then resorted drifted away um he was he was just doing something else but we we used to hang out quite a lot i used to come to your place i mean you had the share house with with everyone and then i remember when you got what, what was it the audi yeah, the first Audi A4. The uh, Audi A4, shout out Audi. 2008 model. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, man, you're balling on a budget, man. It's good to be, exactly as long as right. you're balling, dude, it doesn't matter. Like, you, you know, those cars, they go hard and, you know, you can, you can, you can thrash that car. That's fine. It's nothing on the BMW, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. So, so how did you... So, as, so you, you started to get, you know, you started to get your foot in the door... You're getting, you're progressing, you're starting to, you know, let's, let's talk some cheddar biscuits. How much were you, you know, clearing it a week after you quit, you quit real estate? Yeah, so pretty much for about that first month. So it's the 21st of November, 2017. That's the day I had my yeah. break. That was a Friday. And um, we did 1100 bucks that day. The next day, 2.5. The next day, 2.5 again. And pretty much I sat there for about three months it's only about two and a half k a day some days Turnover three day, day right yeah that's in revenue um but the strategy we're using doesn't revolve around facebook ads it's not a traditional method i, I pretty much come up with it you know what i mean like it was an adaptation of what i was doing in real estate with scripts and um personalized service you know what i mean so pretty much like you know what i mean i i, I did that for four months jordan like that. belford way without the ripoff pretty much my man and like it's all about offering value to your customers so the more value i could offer them the the better like the more the more conversions we get the the better leads you know what i mean and and pretty much we we created a movement as opposed to just like a a once-off shop so like the difference being is that with a movement like people become so passionate about your brand and then you know what i mean instead of like you having to work for your sales your sales are working to get you more sales and pretty much it's like a snowball effect from them onwards but the day i automated were like that was another big day it it's was all steps in there's all pieces in the wall a hundred percent it's all stacking, learning stacking it's all a learning curve you, know what I mean? so. you, you meet people you learn not what not to do what to do this guy does this and you're like cool yeah blah 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 talking some shit you learn you're like take that piece of that little 
kind of like Bruce Lee with Jeet Kondo. Uh, Jeet Kondo. <laughs> Sorry, he basically was the forefront, the forefather of MMA. He he took the best of kung fu, best of karate, best of kickboxing, pieced it together, applied it to what worked the best in the situation that presented itself. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's great. So be like water. <laughs> it's more like water. <laughs> but yeah, man. You you put in the work, you 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 stack your brain with knowledge. You know what I mean? That's what's really going to help in this world. And like a lot of people come to me today, and they they want your help, but they don't really have a clear plan on what it is they actually want. And as well as that, they they're not willing to put in the work, if that makes sense. So that's where I feel like so I come in. Is that like how many hours a week were you working on? Uh, like after you quit, you know, yep. obviously you were doing fifty hours a week. <laughs> on the on the on the hustle at real estate, love it. Barney Gumble over here. <laughs> um, on the CCs, Duff, sugar yeah. free, sugar free. I accident. That was an accident. As a free sponsor, yeah. free sponsor. We'll yeah, pay CC. next time. I actually like Fireball way more. So Fireball, Fireball goes know, down a tree. Fireball do give me you know a lot of free shit, but <laughs> they haven't officially sponsored the podcast yet. So shout out, shout out to Johnny Fireball Australia. <laughs> Send me some cases because you need to sponsor my podcast because I'm a sick cunt. But anyways, <laughs> back to the conversation that we're having. Um, so how many hours a week, you know, obviously back back in the day when you're doing real estate, you're probably doing 50, 50 on the real job, maybe 20 to 30 on the hustle. Obviously, you've got to kind of factor in that you can only do five hours a day. You know, really, you need sleep, right? So how many, as you transitioned into your own hustle, how many hours a week were you putting in, realistically? Yeah, so... Like literally, I I replaced all the time that I was doing in real estate in ecom. So, like I, I found the best times to obviously start the conversions were at like six a.m. So I was up at every day six a.m. I worked till lunchtime like twelve. Yep. Have a three hour break back Smoking on at bongs three. At the time, I'm I'm, I'm sure as well. No, I don't touch drugs. No. But yeah. um, yeah, oh, I do. I love I love cannabis, the mother drug. <laughs> so, I love it. So so how so tell me so but. But what what it, what goes into that? Are you anal? Are you very, you know? Is it, have you do you have a very analytical mind naturally, or was that a skill that you learnt over time? I, I think I have a very like I have a I have a sales mindset, and um, I like to understand people. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a, a lot of sales is psychology. So once you figure out what it is that people actually want, what makes them impulse buy, that's when you're really going to thrive in the e-commerce industry. Is like because part of it is figuring out how to acquire customers, how to keep your customers happy, how to get them to promote for you and um, obviously join the movement of your brand so that, you know what I mean, that they're obviously engaging their audience and putting it back into your brand. So, like, realistically, like, I was, you know what I mean, working ridiculous hours, but um, March 2018, so every day up until March from November 21st, uh, every single day, I didn't take a single day off, not even on Christmas, you know what I mean? Um Boxing day, I'm there, like I was at a party and I'm literally on my phone, like actioning all these sales, you know what I mean? And, and, and helping all these customers and doing this entire sales system myself just from so my mobile. There's no skipping the hard work. No, not at all. Not at all, especially in the beginning, you know what I mean? But we're like basically in March, like I, I literally had like a last minute Sydney trip and um, my guy, like he, he pretty much wanted me to go that day and... Um, so I, I had an assistant at the time that was kind of helping me here in Australia. But um, that day I was like, okay, I'm having a week off. I'm going to Sydney. as my first day off in like four months. You know what I mean? And um, and pretty much like I, I decided I was going to automate the entire process and let my assistant 
take my role. So I had two hours to train her before I left. And um, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm pretty much... When you're like on the spot under pressure, you, you perform. Well, the fact being, she was great. That's about life. I mean? she, and, she'd kill and, and also, gone, right person, right, you know, hiring right. the right staff is pretty difficult. And if you can do it, that's it. Is she still with you today? No? no, so like, we went our separate ways, but I was paying her really, really good at the time. She she now like does like some kind of e-commerce, um, you know what I mean? Some kind of like But you passed the torch on. Yeah, I passed the torch on and um, it freed up my time. But um, then we got into another stage of like outsourcing the work to other countries. So we do a lot of work in the Philippines. Um, shout out to the Philippines. I get a lot of work done in the Philippines. I, I was Jason, paying, my yes, web sir. developer <laughs> on that US wages. Love you it. Go. Oh, you got Philippine employees oh, too? Oh, yes. I got a few of those. Yeah, they're great. Great people. Yeah. Really good No, they're people. good. They're cool. They're interesting people. They're very... Um, you know, they're, they're very nice. Obviously, they live working on a little bit of a different work hour than we do. But yep. yeah, automation, international uh, diplomacy through e-com is something that I greatly encourage. No, that's awesome, man. But yeah, and the fact being like they don't live, let's face it, the Philippines is um, like you wouldn't really want to live there. It's, it's very low paying. Oh, come on, thriller in Manila, mate. Come yeah. on. <laughs> it, it's all right if you got some hookers. money. <laughs> I'm down to move in Manila. <laughs> Shit. Willie. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy. But um, the fact being out there, like, if you're not, like, a proper... If you don't have perfect English-speaking, like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, language, then, like, the best you're going to get is a construction job or, like, in some kind of, like, manufacturing. You know what I mean? Like, it's all, like, warehouses and stuff like yeah. that. And out there, they're literally getting paid, so, like, cents. We're talking like twenty cents a pop. Yeah, I mean so, per hour. So, do you, so using um, like Fiverr and um, like uh, Upwork and you know uh, Deviant Art to find uh, not quite people like that. So I use virtual stuff, and um, that's based in the Philippines. And also, oh, that's like a, that's similar to similar to Fiverr, but more specific to ecom, is it? I've yeah. never actually used Fiverr. It's so. it's more like Upwork, but it's just based. Fiverr's in the Philippines. fucking awesome. Fiverr oh, yeah. for like voice production and like. Yeah, you can you can find anything on Fiverr. Shout out to Fiverr. You want to sponsor my podcast? Two million dollars an episode. <laughs> Let's um, go. But yeah, no, no, that that kind of stuff. But you, you're obviously you're facilitating something. You're you're giving someone else an opportunity to live the similar lifestyle, while it might not be as extreme as what you have, or I have, because we're our you know our cup is probably a little bit more full than most, because of geographical location and because of. Probably a little bit of white privilege oh, living down saying. under. Yep. Um, you know, you're you're facilitating something that they can live their lifestyle without having to be someone's bitch and work a nine to five. Well, yeah, exactly and, that. And like, really, that's I've done that, and it's not very fun. I've had every shitty job you could ever imagine. Even though I've had a very, you know, my parents have got money. I've had, you know, I've been a professional athlete since I was probably fifteen, sixteen. But there were times in my life where. You know, I spent a lot of money and I needed extra cash. And I had, at one point, I had three jobs and I was, yeah, on Centrelink and had three jobs and I was clearing and selling weed and I was clearing about probably about five grand a week cut that in now. cash. No, I won't cut nothing. That's, that's legit. And, you know, Love but it. I hustled and that a situation in my life put me in the position where I needed to hustle. I got arrested in America. I got charged in Utah with like two grams of pot. I had like 10 grand bill, all this fucking shit. I lost some sponsors because I couldn't be in America the next year because I had to get drug tested for four months. Yada, yada, yada. But then my parents always taught me to hustle. And when I was a little kid, when I was like, 
probably like 10 years old i started working at my parents mexican restaurants and like my dad told me when i started skiing he's like he's like i'll pay i'll, I'll help you with travel but i'm never going to buy a new pair of skis and he never bought me a new pair or well, maybe once or twice he bought me a new pair of skis but when i was a little kid when i was like 13 14 i was calling up the ceo of quicksilver and the CEO of like Mambo and like <laughs> all these companies and I was making CVs and I wasn't the best skier at that age. I got better, obviously, as I progressed. But I was like hustling. I was like, I need new skis. I need to be the pimp. I need to look at like the fly dude. I want to be sponsored by Dragon and Spy and, you know, Oakley and all these companies. And But I, that, that hustle that, that my dad, he set me up to succeed because didn't give it to me on a silver spoon even though they had the ability to do that and they let me travel you know i lived i've lived in like I've, i je parle très bien français je grandis en france i i, sp- yeah, well. I speak japanese like <laughs> That's I, you know great. i've lived in Jap- japan i've lived in canada i've lived all, all over the world but the thing that taught me hustle was that my dad used to own a massive car audio company and he had a you know probably half a million dollars in show cars and he drove a fucking old station wagon from the 80s cuz he doesn't give a fuck and he taught me hustle. And when, whenever he needed to go wash dishes, and even now they own a big, another big Mexican restaurant, he'll go wash dishes, even though he's sixty and he's fucking got millions of dollars. He'll still go wash dishes with the fucking dishy to help the dishy, because he's not a, he's not a, he's not above what the dishy does, because the dishy's part of the process. And it, you, ne- and if you can never, get, if you never get above the process, then you, you're always gonna. You're always going to succeed. You, you, you literally just that. told me before we started the podcast. You're like, yeah, I'm going to go wash some dishes I, this week. Just no, no, to, like, tonight, stay home. tonight I'm yeah. going to work in the kitchen because one of the staff members is sick. But that's not the point. It's just that you need to learn. Like that hustle is everything. And, and, and op- opportunity is, is um, necessity is the mother of all. Um, um, well, I sort of forgot that necessity is the mother of all inve- in- invention. I think that's the word. But, um, you know, struggle is the opportunity of hustle so when you get in a position of of like life where it fucks you you can either go into the corner and bitch and cry and be like oh my god my life is over as you tell me (laughs) or you can go hustle and go get jacked and go fuck five other chicks or you can go get three other jobs and go hustle and save money and then go back to europe and then live in a sauna and then go win a bunch of competitions and then get your sponsors back and make your money back do you know what I mean? Like so, so, 100%, so, man, so that great. hustle is very, very fucking important. You got to feel nev- struggle. Nev- yeah. You got to feel struggle in order to, and 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 it keeps you hungry. Even now, I lo- I enjoy physical labor because it makes me. I get mad about it because I'm like, oh shit, I'm above this shit. It makes me angry, and then I go back to my like normal whatever I'm doing, and I'm like more motivated to do it because because comfort breeds fucking laziness. Laziness. Yeah. And just like you got to get your hands dirty, you got to get your hands, you got to get gritty, you know. And this yep. is this is the whole thing that people don't understand is that my old man, he's fucking rich from scratch, and he's done more shit than most motherfuckers will ever understand. <laughs> but he's still not above going and getting into the fuck. He'll fix his cars, and he'll, you know, and he, even if he drive, you know, he, he's not a, he's not a, he's not going to rock a Rolex, and because he's a big dick Viking fucking overlord, but. <laughs> It's not about it's not about the bling. It's about you, you know like that, and and you know you guys are young and you're gonna get caught up in all that bullshit, and that's fun and it's, it's all good, but it's icing on the cake. The fucking layering of the cake is that hard work, the family fucking mentality, and that hustle when life throws you shit 
you got to fucking brew it all up and you know take those lemons find someone with some with some turn it into lemonade and then find one someone with vodka and then make a have a party do you know what I mean? And then man. sold tickets to the party. Don't forget that. <laughs> we're all very entitled here. You know what I mean? Australia. No, no, we're, we're very no, no, fortunate. I'm not saying I'm very fortunate. I've grown up. I've had a silver spoon in my life, probably a gold spoon. But my parents taught me to fucking hustle. And I had. I've had every shitty job in the world you could. I've fucking put up posters. I've been a tree lopper. I've been a brickies laborer. I've worked for bikies doing fucking stupid fucking favors. I've done every sh- every shitty job you could ever imagine. Just to go skiing because I loved fucking skiing. That's all that made me fucking happy was getting pussy and skiing powder, <laughs> and that's the only. And that oh, that, well. that was what drove me. Whatever it is that drives you, you got to find that passion to be able to get up in the morning at five a.m. and fucking hustle. Because everybody thinks, oh my god, they see these like, oh, I'm driving a Lambo and blah, and I got a nice watch, and they just like, oh, it's chicken, oh, automate. It's not how it fucking works. You got to put in the work and take the fucking L's to be able to get the get the the wins take action bro you just take about. action that's my brand take action you know what i mean like if you want something go out and fucking get it it's as simple as that you know what i mean sitting sitting around at home putting like doing your same thing every single day it's not going to get you anywhere because you know what i mean it, it, like you put doing the same thing every single day what progress are you making if that makes sense like you gotta literally step outside of your comfort zone do something you never thought you'd be able to do before and um that's that's what's going to put your head do you know what i mean think of your 10-year goals and think, how can I achieve that in six months or less? You know what I mean? And pretty much that's what's going to put your head in, in life um, with relationships. You know what I mean? Just just whatever you're after, whatever it really is. Some of us have no interest in, in being millionaires. You know what I mean? This totally. Life. But it's not even about that. It's about it's about freedom of choosing what you want to do. 100%. It's freedom about, is always it's about, the it's end about, goal. You, know, you can be a garbo, and if you enjoy being a garbage man and you love it, Fucking kudos to the guy. I used to work with a, a dude who who was one of the smartest people I've ever met. And I've met Harvard graduates and I have friends that are billionaires, A-list movie stars. I have a very diverse clique of people that I've hung out with in my life, right? Rappers and all sorts of fucking random people. One of the smartest people I've ever met was a dude that I used to tree lot with. And he's like, he, I'm like, why didn't you go to uni and study ancient history and become a professor? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, I fucking like what I do. You know what I mean? He just enjoys what he does. So if you enjoy what you do... You you're never gonna work a day in your life. A hundred percent. You know what I mean. So I agree so, with that. so the ability. So even and you know I have friends that are billionaires and then I have friends that are, aren't. You know they're paupers, but they might enjoy their life more than the billionaire. So it's not about the cash flow. It's about what you enjoy the process of. So you, excuse me, you might enjoy ecom, but that's your path to the freedom to choose. I don't what, think anyone do. really enjoys ecom. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't you know what I mean? But, but money is what... But it depends what you want. If you want around, money you know I mean? to have freedom, yeah. but you don't necessarily have to make everything about money. In my opinion, again, your you, opinions are like assholes. Mine might be full of shit. <laughs> Probably is. But money isn't going to uh, solve the problems of the hole in the heart. That's why Seth Century has that song, Hole in the Bucket. You're always filling the fucking hole with other shit. You've got to find what makes you happy. And yep. the, the, but, but the thing about e-com is that it might present you with the freedom of you know, half of your life now that you're not some slave to some fuckwit doing pushing pens or doing whatever the fuck it is that you're doing, bricky labourer or whatever, but that might give you the freedom to discover what you want to do. But again, at the same time as young, you guys that are a bit younger than me, I'm telling you that money ain't going to put the hole in the soul that everyone thinks it is. 
Man, so I you, know that. The passion is that. what makes the life, the world go around. My, my, my argument is a bit different. My argument is if you don't care about money, go make a lot of money and hold people totally with 100%, their money. But you might get off on the, but the, but you might get off on the process yeah, of yeah. then helping people. So it doesn't matter what it is, but that's still a passion. So as much as you got to have money, you got to have the seesaw. You got to have the balance, and you got to have a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's like I can have. You know, I have a fucking very exotic life. I get to hang out with fucking some of the hottest chicks in the world. You can look through my Instagram, and I'm and I get to party with fucking. I get I'm you know I get to do a live a really gnarly life, but then also I go and fucking dig holes and get yelled at by my fucking Viking father. But then that keeps me raw. That keeps me sharp because he knows that he you know he's a fucking pirate too. But the thing is that he keeps me sharp. And and uh, you know obviously doing other shit that 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 the yin to the yang balances out the seesaw. And I think like a That's lot of part about it being a man <clears throat> is using your hands and getting dirty and getting gritty. And in my opinion, you're not you're a pussy unless you do that kind of shit. You got to like you got to be able to flex some some heat sometimes. I've done my days of putting in yeah. the work and obviously getting your hands dirty. But I must say like. The best life is knowing that you have to wake up and you have zero responsibilities because every single responsibility that you have you has already been taken. No, it's already been taken care of for you. I live a life of automation. That's what e-commerce has taught me. Yeah. Is that if I don't want to do something, I find someone else that can do it for me. If that makes sense. And um, oh, I like that idea. Hundred percent, bro. So it got me through life. Like I, I don't do the things that I don't want to do purely because. I've done them and I, I like I, I've experienced. It. I don't like them. You know what I mean. Every single thing that you don't want to do and you do it, you pretty much become a slave to that. You know what I mean? Because it's not something you you really want to be doing. You know what I mean? There's a million things I'd rather do than wash dishes. For me, you know what I mean. I I I hate dishes, man. Fuck, I hate it too. <laughs> and, and I get it, but but you choose to do them still. I choose not to do them. You know what I mean? Oh. Like if I, you know what I mean? I'd rather hire a cleaner to come to my 100%. house. Hundred percent. Because I feel like my time is worth a little time, bit more. Your time is, is definitely than the worth dishes. It. But 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 you still you're choosing to do what you have to do. Do you know? Do you, like you choose, you wake up and you you have the ability you have the freedom. I don't need to go help my parents in a restaurant. I don't need to do that. I make heaps of money. I don't give a fuck. But I like that because it it makes me hungry. I choose to do that. I don't need to do it, but I choose to do it because it makes me hungry. I like I that, that process of being hungry, and and when I'm just you know hanging out doing the baller shit which is fun i turn into a fucking little bitch pussy like every other person i know on the gold coast becoming complacent become complacent exactly so i need that never raw, become complacent that fucking warrior shit and whether it's you become competitive that's yeah, that's com- the goal in life is to always be bettering yourself you know what i mean wake up every single day and um set yourself some goals that's why like i, I started this podcast i'm like do something that you never thought you'd be able to do because chances are like you might fail, you know what I mean? But you know, say you try 99 things. After 100 days, you know what I mean? You're going to find one that actually works and that's pretty much what life's about, you know what I mean? That one break can really set you off in life and um, yeah, my goal now is obviously to help as many people as I can to obviously achieve goals with e-commerce, if that makes sense. So like I, I've made lots and lots of money. I've made millions of dollars through e-com, but I must say, like you said, it didn't fill that hole, didn't fill that void in so your heart. You, you found the I mean? passion. I found that like... Passion through the process. Seeing other people succeed and, um, you know what I mean, them being able to like 
all, all the worries that I've just haven't had to deal with for years. You know what I mean? Like not being able to pay rent, seeing like a family member struggle. Like uh, uh, me personally, I look after my mom. You know what I mean? Like I, I helped her out of a shitty job last year just by just money. You know what I mean? That's all it took. Money and I was like, okay, around. cool. Is that it? Like, you know what I mean? And now she's in a, in a job that she really enjoys. And um, that for me was like, you know what I mean? That was a big thing. Like uh, obviously helping my mom out of a situation like that. And I'm sure that a lot of people listening are in that similar situation where there is someone that they want to help, but they just they just can't find a means, right? You know what I mean? There's there's like they just can't find their way to actually help They're that stuck person. Stuck on the merry-go-round so, of like of the you know the well, the day-to-day nine-to-five. Well, the hustle. job, man, the just over broke. That's that's what most people are living. They, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people I speak to that, that want my help, mouth. they 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 don't have any savings after the week. They pay their rent, they eat their food. You know what I mean? And, and, and after that, like, there, there's nothing really left after the bills. And, um, well, my question is, like, is, is that sustainable? No. No, it's not, right? So, like, you, break your you know leg, what I mean? You need, that's why you do that one thing that, like, you do that one thing that challenges you every single day. And after 100 days, surely you're going to find one. That's all you need, just one thing that's really going to make you break. And, well, well, I get the most satisfaction out of, obviously, helping people now. Like, I, I train people in e-commerce. I've got like 380 students to date um, and like I only launched my course at the end of 2019 and I must say like majority of the students have come through since July 2020 so in the last like six months um, I've had over 300 signups and um, I've literally helped like hundreds of people to change their life you know what I mean find that passion find that inner drive you know yeah. what I mean and, and as well as that it's not just like a, my course it's isn't a just drive mindset to freedom though the, the, the ability to have the choice to do what you want to do. This is a proven step-by-step blueprint. It's like, you can consider it like an Ikea manual, you know what I mean? Like, uh, fair enough, it's going to be hard. Fair enough, it, it anything, might... Anything worth doing is hard. 100% e-com is a very, it's a very hard game because, let's face it, you set up a shop in, in the Gold Coast. Who are you competing with? The people in the Gold Coast, right? So, in e-commerce, you have access to the entire world through the internet. And, um, well, let's say there, there is a lot of competition, but as long as you're doing it bigger, better, and offering more value in every single one of your competitors, then you're going to go far in, in the game. And, and that's pretty much what it is. So um, so how do, you, how do you guys, what's your process of like getting traction? How, like, for, obviously without giving too many of your trade secrets. For away. e-com? Yeah, e-com. Like what, obviously, what's your, what's your difference? Offer what's your value. difference? Offer value. Offer the most value. You know what I mean? How do you shout from the clouds, uh, the, from the top of the mountain, and, and get people to know that you're offering value from well, your you, perspective? Well, you just offer it to them. It's so simple. Totally. You know what I mean? So is like, it Facebook ads? Is it Instagram ads? Like, how do you get around the algorithm of the shitty new, you know, like, you know, of the of Facebook not sharing anything? Like, what what is your, you know, as as this e-com mentor, what, what's your perspective on all that kind of stuff? Social media, the new... You know, censorship of the internet. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I I get it. Lots of people had their like accounts deleted for Instagram stuff like that. But at the end of the day, a lot of them are doing things that they know they shouldn't be doing. You know what I mean? So as long as you keep it clean, you stick to the guidelines. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's my main tip: is don't try to don't try to stand out don't in a bad way. Too much. You know what I mean? Like stand yeah. out in a positive way. Help people. You know what I mean? Like the more the more people you help, like the the further your business is going to progress. And um, 
Yeah, pretty much. Like you're just looking for new points of value. You look at your competition. You know what I mean? So like if you're starting a brand in the clothing niche, for example, mm. you look at the biggest clothing like competitors that there are. You know what I mean? So the biggest clothing stores and you look exactly at their so process. basically reverse engineering is a very big... A hundred percent. But then you think, so you reverse engineer it and then you look at it and you say, all right, what can I do a little bit better? You know what I mean? And, and for me... How like, do I add more value to what they're already doing? Well, what I found was that like, you know what I mean? Some big clothing stores in Australia, I won't name any, but um, like women's clothing, for example. Iconic. You know what I mean? Lots of them, you just go to the store, yeah. you purchase, you know what I mean? That if you're like a small time person, so like you're not big on social media, you're not an influencer, something like that, you're just an everyday person, you know what I mean? Um, like you, you, you promote this brand, you, you buy from them, you, you might share it on your Instagram, you might share it on your Facebook, but... Then the day, does that brand even show you any attention whatsoever? The answer is no, majority of the time, really. no. You know what I mean? They, no they leave you fight. out of all the big events because they just want the influencers to keep showing off their brand. You know what I mean? I started paying attention to the Individual everyday person. person, bro. The everyday person, the people that, you know what I mean? The ones that probably need uplifting more than the influence. Let's face it, influencers are getting messages all day, every day from people saying how great they are. But... The, the the everyday person, you know what I mean? They're they're going through struggles in their life. They're going through, you know what I mean? They're still relevant. Totally, to clothing, we're all going bro. through struggles. Everyone the goes through struggles. The billionaire or the influencer doesn't matter how rich you don't are. Get you know it, what don't get it. Don't get it twisted. No one, but, no one's as happy. No one wakes up every day happy. But I must say that you know what I mean. This this the everyday person has way more struggles than the influencer. Has way more struggles than the billionaire or the. I think. You know what I mean? think. I think struggle personally. I think struggle is all relevant to what you know. I think I don't know if we have. I don't know. Again, maybe I. What do you mean by that? Well, you're you're. The, if I wake up and I've got to, you know, I've got to do 20, 20 things. I'm gonna, my my goal is to get food. That that's the only goal that I know that's relevant. All right. To me. Now imagine this. Now imagine if you couldn't afford food. Well, yeah, I've been in situations where I I've maxed out my credit card. That was the first seventeen years of my life, bro. Yeah. Yeah, so, what I mean? so like, may, maybe again, I'm like, this is why we have these podcasts is for these conversations. Hundred <laughs> percent. And I want to know why you think the way that you think, and and without the gritty bullshit of of you know like of the the fluff. The fluff is the fluff. No, I'm interested no fluff in, here, bro. I'm interested in. I'm interested in your opinions on things. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why um, I got you in the studio. So so <laughs> tell me what you what you really think. Like what? Yeah, what, yeah. Well, I've been for enough, bro. You know what I mean? Like I, like enough of my life. To, like I'm I like. I was definitely not given a silver spoon. I've I've had enough, like, you know what I mean, struggle through my life. Like, we won't go on to it because a, a lot of it, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, some stuff you'll never tell to anyone, you know what I mean? But the fact being, I don't look at the past, I look into the future. And I guess, like, that's why I'm so generous, you know what I mean? My friends, people around me, they know how generous I am. Like, you know what I mean? I try to literally give more than I take every situation possible. You know what I'm saying? So and, that's, that's um, your... That's your that's basically your manifesto is give more than you take. Mm, yeah. Within reason. Potentially, yeah, potentially. But like I must say I enjoy it, man, because like me struggling, I, I, I personally see it as like, you know what I mean? Obviously, it's capitalist. Like the game is, is rigged for, for those who are, totally. you know what I mean? But but the, the end of the day, like a, a lot of, like when I moved to Australia, yeah, for example, one thing I would have loved is for a mentor to come out on a silver platter and say, this is what you do to become successful. 
You know what I mean? Mm. But like I look for that and there was just not that. And if there was like, you and know that, what I mean? Like, that's what your course is presents to someone is they can come in. It's for the everyday the person. The, yeah. Learn the tricks of the trade and potentially if they apply themselves, there's a high likelihood that they're going to succeed in what they want to do. Every single person that follows the course to the end succeeds because like I, I, I offer value every single day. I spend hours with my students every single day just answering questions like my time's pretty valuable i could charge it out ridiculous rates but for me i'm not about that like extra fee bullshit like i you, you come to me for help you you pay my fee for my time you know what i mean and what i've put together and from then on like you're part of the crew bro you know what i mean i see you as a friend it's not about business you know what i mean a lot of people say like don't make friends in business i'm the opposite you know what i mean i become friends with every single person that i get into business with because you know what i mean like i like, I want to help them. It's as simple as that. Like, I want to see them succeed. And, like, if, if I'm just, like, keeping them at a distance, like, there's other e-com gurus out there. And, uh, like, honestly, like, a lot of them, like, have lost my respect from the instant because, like, I, I get a lot of people that message me and they say, hey, like, I was so turned off from e-com from this guy. And, you know what I mean? Like, I like I started answering too many questions. This guy blocked me and shit like that. And I'm just like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Because what, what kind of guy is this out for himself? You know what I mean? If you want to be a mentor... You gotta be. You almost gotta put your students so above yourself. We throw, on, we throw on Ty Lopez under the bus here. No, I don't, I don't mind Ty Lopez. He's he's alright. He's full of fluff, but he's a li- like he's a good guy, and and he's he's more of like a he's more of like the first entrepreneur you learn what from. What about what about Gary V? Oh, I think he's alright too. Yeah, honestly, like they send a good message. If that makes no, no, sense. No, no, no. I think I think yeah. Gary V. I, I I have a few friends that have worked pretty closely with him, and they say he's he's a pretty good dude, and he says he's he's got a really good heart, and he and he yeah he he's legit a pretty you know he means what he says. He's someone I can imagine would go above think, and beyond for that, people. I think yeah. his Eastern European father taught him not to have much fun in life. <laughs> I think I think working seventeen hours a day is really not what we're here for. No, that's my that's personal bullshit. opinion. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I like, I like surfing. I like skiing. I like scaring myself. I like driving, you know, fast cars and I like also helping people. I think I get more joy out of that than making money. 100%. I do like money because money's the, the, the fuel for that, for that kind of engine. And I think that, um, this is just my personal take on it. Uh, having, you know, when I was a kid, I grew up in probably the most exclusive ski resort in probably the whole world from, for many many years, you know, I used to see Princess Diana and Seal and Heidi Klum, and my dad's mate, best friend, used to be Richard Branson's financial advisor, and yada yeah, well, yada yada, right? Yeah. So life of privilege within reason, you know. Like I didn't. You've always had a good network. Well, I've always had a good network within because of my parents, and I I would meet these people, but my parents had quite a lot of money, but they, you know, they never ended up buying a place in Verbier because they couldn't afford it. But then I had friends that would, for their 18th birthday, they'd be like, oh. You know, Daddy bought me this two-bedroom apartment, and I wish he'd bought me a three-bedroom apartment. <laughs> like you know, like I grew up with all these kids that went to the Stad School in in Lausanne with like the, with all the oil billionaires and like yeah, wow. Well, so it's a different yeah. life. It's a totally different life, right? What do rich people do? They go skiing, they 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 go sailing, and they play polo. So it's it's the <laughs> click. It's like you guys hang out in the click in ecom. All the little Illuminati kids, which is like very elite. And then all the hangers-on around them, they go to the Hamptons, they go to Monaco, they go to Verbier, they maybe go to Aspen, maybe go to Sun Valley and, you know, St. Bart's. You know, there's like there's little cliques that they... And they all hang in their little cliques. And that's why Trump has so, got so much um, tenacity because he was never a part of the Hamptons clique. He was never a Rockefeller or a, or a Vanderbilt. 
like our man Anderson Silva. Uh, is it not Anderson? What's his name? Is it Anderson Silva? <laughs> the guy who's the fucking head of the head presenter for CNN. Throw that lefty into the sun. Send him in a rocket. Um, <laughs> Hillary, Hillary, and him. Anyways, that's no, we're, we're not on that subject. But so so you've come through this struggle, and you've offered people. So we aren't. Give us give us a little feedback. You, you've known your homie here for a while. Give us some real feedback. What's what 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 does he offer? What like what what kind of human is he? So it's give us yeah, some stories. It was pretty interesting because like I knew him before you had anything, probably like you can you can argue you know anything is relative, but it's all relative. Yeah, it's all relative. I mean, if you're in Australia already, how you top. treat people that you don't need to be nice to is how you should judge people. Yeah, no matter who the fuck they are, whether they're royalty or Saudi billionaires or fucking A-list movie stars, or big athletes. How you treat people that don't need to be nice to you is what they really are like as human beings behind closed doors without the cameras flashing and Instagram and all that fucking social media bullshit. Yeah, no, the, yeah, the big problem with Instagram is like you always put your best foot forward. Oh, fucking no. I'm not going to show my hairy ass on Instagram. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. It can be, can be arranged. Only, only um but um, tailpipe.com <laughs> yeah no it's yeah Instagram is 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 a bit of irony because you know everyone just shows their best foot forward and um, often like the people who like always like um, show like the party side like they always they're normally the people who work the hardest and they'll just show that side of their life because you know no one wants to see you just sitting on a laptop all day yeah, totally. which is pretty ironic but to get back to your point um yeah, no, so I know Pele, before he got all the money and, and the e-com success, and um, uh, I think, uh, yeah, we, we met at Reese's, and I think about in the next, like, two or three months, he sort of had his break. He, he, he started he doing... kind of at a critical time in his chain, transition yeah, yeah, yeah. to there's, coming there's actually to success, f- as we call it. <laughs> there's actually another funny story um, that led up to that, but... Yeah, so we met and he was doing the iPhone cases and he was doing like really well with like the iPhone cases. It's a great idea. Is, I have another friend who thought of that and I, I thought that was quite a genius thing because yeah, they always smash iPhones. Yeah, it's so ironic. Like like these people in the mall, they pay like, you know, like three grand a month for like the stand to repair iPhone cases and you can just hit up people on Facebook and you don't have to pay rent. You sit at home and do it. Like exact same thing yeah yeah exactly like like you're eliminating the middleman that's that's an insight into his brain though so i'm curious keep going tell me tell me about the real without the sales pitch i'm curious to from your perspective yeah so there's actually a funny story so um we we hired a plane to go fly to morton island and we worked out hiring a plane and flying it ourselves to morton and then staying there and then flying back is going to be cheaper than driving because if you take a car to Morton, you pay like hectic fees, like, like two cars. It's like, two, it's like it's like about two hundred each way, isn't it? One hundred eighty-five or something each way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's, I think it's even more. And then you have to, you know, the pass and everything. But I think it worked out like two hundred dollars per person flying the plane there, staying there, and flying back, and then of course like food, but just to stay there. But yeah, I, I remember like we went hiking like the first and second days. And that's sort of when Pele like got his, um, like I think it's sort of where his subconscious changed to, um, like I'm so gonna fucking make it now. 
Fuck yeah, and that's a, like, that's a very critical moment like, where you're like, yeah, yeah, I remember you see the light at the end of the tunnel. Sitting on the sand After all dunes. that hustle, yeah. man. Yeah, we're sitting on the sand dunes. It's fucking hard to keep going, man. People don't understand how hard it is to be in the doldrums and you're like, fuck, the world hates me. Why do I keep doing what I'm doing? And everyone's like, you're a fucking idiot, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, God, there's always hate, especially in Australian culture. The tall poppy syndrome is so fucking prevalent. Everyone's hating, 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 hating. And then to have that fucking moment of clarity where you like finally see the light, it's like... It's yeah, like yeah. being blessed by, by you know, Emotep and fucking Ra, and you're like, you're yeah, now I mean, the Pharaoh. I, I think like the the people on the trip, you know what I mean? Because, because like, yeah, yeah. So the, the only person I knew was sorry, bro, but, but the only person I like I knew there was was Vian, and um, you know what I mean? But what, we were like the we're like we were with four other guys, and um, they were doing crazy shit, like mind blowing shit. You know what I mean? Like one of our guys, Paul, a good friend of ours, too, but he he's like. One of the founder, one of the founders. Yeah, he's he's, he's um like had a product with Canva, so he was like. I was already using that software, you know what I mean? But before <laughs> I met him, and, and pretty much he like told me he was like, like in like the head of product owns a ton of shares and shit. But um, like uh, and it just blew my mind a little bit, you know what I mean? And there was just the people on that trip that were doing crazy you, things. Hanging out and, with people like that, it just shows you that there is no limits to what you can do. So society teaches you. That, that there is a very limited base of like get a nine to five job, do this, do that, have a kids, send them to, you know, to a private school, then they'll go to uni and blah, 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 and then continue the fucking, continue that fucking conveyor belt of like, of like basically product of you, you're a worker drone for my corporation. And in 1893, Andrew Carnegie and J.D. Rockefeller basically set up the Education Board of America. Might be two or three years different than that. And they basically created the U.S. system of schooling to basically create worker drones post-industrial revolution. What has changed since? What has changed since? In terms since of the school. same education you system. Have the, you have the in power now. In terms of the education now. system. This, no, this you is don't. This power, bro. This is like... This is this is ten thousand years of knowledge. But bro, I get that. But at the same time, like you have a math problem in like maths or something like that. That like they say, all right, you're not allowed to use a calculator. You're not allowed <laughs> to research. You're, you're sitting there trying to remember everything from your brain that What's you so learned from a teacher that was tra- is paid What's minimum wage. Yeah, you know I mean the teachers no, paid no, minimum totally, wage to 100%. teach you something. You know what I mean? To teach a, a, a math school of like. Well, mass class of thirty people at a time. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna like gonna get information that way. It, it, it is to build work. So, so, ten, so I, I, continue, continue your story. Tell me, tell me this. Just I'm a quick really caveat. Interested. Just a quick caveat. Like I posted on my story two days ago. Like, there's no point knowing anything you can Google. Like, if you think about in in school. Like what percentage of the stuff you learn you can just Google? Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that, but but that's that's a, that, that's that's another that's another topic that we'll yeah, discuss yeah. in private. There's 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 the, the, you know that knowledge. There's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Wisdom, wisdom is wisdom is learned through action. trial and error yep. and action. So yeah, exactly. You you can have knowledge, but wisdom is a totally different but knowing, cup of tea. Knowing the but, date of World War One is not going to help you. And you have to well, learn it depends that. Depends on what you do. If you're a historian <laughs> that works at Harvard and you're you're educating, you're an educator on 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 modern history, then yes, it will be relevant to you. If you're a lawyer or a doctor, or you want to become a mechanical engineer that's going to design bridges that we're going to drive over, then yes, the education system is very relevant to the trade that you're going to do. But if you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to act and make money out of services or 
providing a, a product, then the world is a totally different place. So it depends on what your it's different strokes for different folks. So the, yeah, no, there's definitely but, always but a caveat. Definitely, the system is set up to create worker drones for the corporations. But to go back two frames, continue your story about him sitting on a sand dune. Yeah, so um, we, we're chilling on on this island. I think it's the first or second day. We'll go hiking, and um, yeah, I was sitting on, on on the dunes with Pele, and I think like it was probably about two or three days after that, it was the big break, if uh, I remember correctly. It was a couple I, months, I couple months, bro. Oh, I, was, yeah. I was I like I got into a new gig after that. Do you remember? I just got fired. From my job at LJ Hooker. Oh, oh true. You got fired. Oh. While we're on the Wait, trip, bro. The heat, the heat. Yeah. Right. This but, is the heat that we want to hear. Why, <laughs> why'd you get fired? Did you, because, did you fuck the owner's daughter? That's what probably I would have got fired for, personally. I honestly had, like, like... But you're not me. It, it, honestly, like, he, he took the system I created and... Um, Realized he didn't have to pay me anymore. You know what I mean? And that was that. You know what I mean? Pelé out-automated his job. You became obsolete for his hustle. But that that also is a part of giving with no thought of return. That can happen. But the fact being, if you don't have anything, you know what I mean? And then your boss who... You just literally like got him a deal where he made $120,000 from one deal. You know what I mean? You're cool. You're cool. You know what I mean? I paid $500 from that deal. He just bought himself a brand new Mercedes um, GLE 63 from that deal. You know what I mean? And then fired me on my holiday. <laughs> Fuck that dude. <laughs> totally fucked that dude. Right he's, up. But, he's, but he's not. But he. But, but now. But if he. If he was really. If he was a smart man, you know, he he thinks hand to mouth. There's not. It's it's not about. You got to. You got to think bigger than that. If he'd empowered you, he could have made hundred million off you. Yeah, there's I get big, that. There's a really big look. Honestly, teach a man to. There's a there's a wise uh, parable in the Bible, and I don't necessarily believe in. God, Christ, or um, anything like that, that says, uh, give a man a fish he eats for a day, teach him how to fish, he'll feed himself for life. Now, if you can feed, the, if you can teach that man how to fish and make ten cents of ten cents off every fish that he catches, then you've empowered that gentleman to make a lot of money for you. Yeah, I get that, but at the same time, I must say, like, he was that dude that, like, I, I hired twelve people. He come downstairs, like chuck a piss or something and we'll just walk past everyone with his head down bro <laughs> yeah but he's a cunt yeah, no he was and, and and the fact being like but you know what I mean he goes home and he's not happy though he looks, no 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 he, he looks he didn't down at his little penis thing, and he's like I'm not happy in life <laughs> and that comes back to the bucket the hole in the bucket factor <laughs> that if you don't if you're not really happy inside then you're not going to be that nice to people and how how you should judge people is based off the fact of how you treat people that you don't need to be nice to, the fact including being, your employees. At the end of the day, working in a job, you you could die next week, yeah? Totally. And they yeah. don't care. They'll give you a silver pen. You've worked no, 50 no, no. years and then give you... They, they, they make you redundant and they give you a fucking silver pen and a watch and then they go go on with your merry way. And that's how the unions work. No, they'd replace years. you in a week. That's what they do. You oh could die. You know what I mean? Half a day. They would replace you in... Well, yeah, half a day then. But the, the, matter, the, the fact model being, model. like... it. it, it no one gives You're a fuck a about you. You need to go out and get what you want. It's as simple as that. You know what I mean? So like, if you want something, don't rely on a boss that's promising you a promotion or a $2 pay rise. Or, you know what I mean? No, like, you're, yeah. slave, you're still a slave to the system. It's a hand-to-mouth thing. So go back to this situation. I want to know your perspective on, as we finish out on this, because we've been here for an hour now, and we're going to probably go for another 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> but I'm curious. I want to know your... I want to I get a little background on 
on on this changing of the guard moment for this gentleman here. Yeah, well, because he's a good dude. I like this guy. Yeah, so I think I think just according to my perspective, it's probably like I think that sort of it's like a pivotal moment where like I think your mindset, like your unconscious mindset, shifted to like. I think you like made it clear, like fuck this, like I'm not gonna like oh, stay yeah. in this I'm job, be like a little bitch. Like I'm, I'm definitely gonna do my own thing. Like I don't think you've got it. You, you didn't have to figure it. Fire though. Yeah, That's yeah. What it relates back to what I was talking about before. You get thrown into the fire. You can either like cry and, hey, mummy, I'm gonna go. To, I need to go to bed now. <laughs> or you can rise to the occasion and go like, fuck that. I'm gonna fucking eat all of you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're, you're obviously that guy. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. You just gotta go to get get what you want. Like uh, I, I knew from that point on that I had to go out and be my own real estate agent. You know what I mean? So I did, I did go back into real estate. I met some good friends there, high courts, um, great players. Respected the boss's time. Like literally, like we'd be there at eight p.m. sitting there, and like you know what I mean? No one's in the office. I'd stay like always. You know what I mean? Just to keep keep up with the ship and obviously learn the process. But um, we got two listings in two weeks. Um, me and no, my you business partner Elijah. Than, you probably got more money than your old boss. Maybe, but um, at the same time, like I met um, a friend of mine there. You know what I mean? We ended up working together, young guys. Well, you know what I mean? And I realized that I click better with the young people because we go into a house and we have so much energy as opposed to these old stiffs that would sit there like, "Hi, I'm from the local real estate." Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like we go only, in there, and be like, "Hey, look, system, we'll though, make you money from fault. your property." And the fact being, like, it's you know what I mean? Fault though, they're ingrained in a system. They're I get that, but anyone can change. Like, no excuses. Yeah, no, I agree with that, but you have to understand that if you beat an old horse for fucking 20, 30 years, they're, gonna, they're, 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 they're complacent. They only know what they know. So, you know, I know, understand now it's a little bit fucking different, but back in their day, it was, you know, you, you, you had to, not necessarily, because I've grown up in a family of pirates that didn't toe the line, but, but that was ingrained because my grandfather was a famous inventor, and then he taught my father, and, you know, like on both sides of my family my my lineage were they were basically very highfalutin pirates do you know like so my i'm a pirate too so i only know what i know it's like one of my old friends that i used to be a i used to run the biggest uh independent men's magazine in australia it's called apollo right with two of my other friends one of my friends is a doctor now he's probably worth maybe 60 to 80 million bucks now and he's probably 40 to 3 44 clear cash right made two or three really big movies, yada, yada, yada. When I first met him, right, we met him. We met each other through the Neil Strauss pickup forum from the game, okay? And I met this dude and I met two other people. I ended up going to the Play, Playboy Mansion with him twice, okay? I went to the Playboy Mansion and we went to the Venetian Masquerade Ball and we had, we had, um, we had fucking these fake masks of Hugh Hefner. And I had a badge that said a dingo stole my baby. We ended up hanging out with Mini Me and had these fucking because one of my ex girlfriends is a famous porn star. Yada 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 yada. Anyways, he told me one one day we had this conversation. He's like, he's like, Will, why are you an entrepreneur? Why are you doing this and this and what do you what do you aspire to do? This is still when I was a pro skier, right? So I didn't. All I wanted to do when I was a kid was be a pro skier, right? So I got taught certain things to do what I did, right? You now you, you I don't know what you, your father did or your mom, but I, I did what my parents taught me to do, right? And he's a doctor, a high fluid, he's a radiologist, yada, yada, yada. I'm not going to drop names because it, it will ruin the, the, uh, the blah, blah, blah. But he told me his dad was a GP. His grandfather was a GP. He became a doctor because that was what he was trained in. So a lot of people don't have the, either the experience or the, 
and I think it's an old guard thing. I think definitely in the older generations, the internet has definitely given us access to a lot of information that we wouldn't have had two generations ago. Do you know what I mean? Like to that, that light bulb moment that you had. So before, I agree with that. Yeah, before you might that. have only had light bulb moments when you interacted with different people that might have been like, yes, I'm show and show person. You know, like when I've always had swagger because all my dad's friends were fucking really highfalutin people. It's all I know is is hustle, and you if you hustle well and you succeed, then you get the world. And that's what I've grown up with since I was a kid, right? Because it's in my DNA to be very, like, successful, right? You know, there's a fucking shrine. There's, like, a big memorial to my grandfather in, in Aruba in the Dutch East Antilles because they flew the first transatlantic mail flight in, like, 1942 before World War II started, right? Yeah, well... So, like, so that's, that's awesome. what I, I, I... You know, the my, y- 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 it's in your family DNA. But obviously, this is... You've, you haven't had that in your family DNA. I don't know if that's true or not. But what was it that triggered you, other than this moment, that, that inspired you to do that and not be a cunt like your fucking boss? I know I'm putting you on the bitch right now and putting you on the spot. But no, that's not what the at podcast all. Is not for. at all. Like, like, honestly, like... And I'm four Canadian clubs down, so that, you know, the, more, the more intense I get is, is the more drinks I have. <laughs> all right um yeah like honestly like ever since i was young i was like you know what i mean i've seen struggle but from literally a young age so like i always knew that if if i want to be someone then it was down to me it's as simple as that so like i put in the work i i use like we're in the best time uh, of the world i reckon like you know what i mean now is the time of the entrepreneur like it's a little like i, I have friends that are like 18 years old they're earning like like twenty thousand dollars a day it's insane you know what i mean so the fact being like no matter who you are, no matter where you come from, there's no excuse as to why you can't be whatever the fuck you want to be. You know what I mean? So, like, all, all I'd say to the people that are young, listen to this, even if you're old, you know what I mean? Like, I, I trained someone that's, um, he's like 55 years old and um, he followed my system to a T and, like, started making money, made an extra income stream from from his laptop, 50 years old. So, like, I don't agree with the, the, the term that you can't teach an old dog new tricks because you definitely can you know what i mean no matter who you are you can definitely get back into the grind you know what i mean and start and start living a life that you actually want to change their mindset though at the same time it all starts with mindset my man so like literally like learning like get yourself in a learning mindset even now you know what i mean even now like i fair enough i mentor lots of people but i'm so in tune with everyone else and I'm literally picking new new things up, new points of value from people that I'm teaching. And honestly, there's nothing better than when the mentor becomes the student. And I guess part of it is just understanding is that, that, is that you don't... Is that your little homie Lester teaching you what's up? Uh, yeah, Lester's a, he's an awesome dude. I, 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 met him, like, I met him a few times, but um, like we had an awesome trip the other week. But I, I'm not talking about Lester. I didn't teach Lester. Um, but I've taught lots and lots of people, you know what I mean, that still... Send, per, send through points of value to me like they ask me questions like hey like, have you tried this of value which is very important and I'm like no I haven't tried that but it's a fucking awesome idea bro you know what I mean and um, yeah like the, and, and then like they might action it and I'll action it you know what I mean but it, it's all about getting into that learning mindset so like the moment you start learning and you and you accept that you don't know everything and there's still more to learn that can benefit you, you know what I mean? That's when you're really going to take off because you're just going to be sucking content and like sucking points of value and putting it into your work and that and that's what's really going to get you like help you get ahead especially in the e-com where which is a game that is 
completely different to when I started three years ago. You know what I mean? The system, oh, the world's the, system's always evolving. Ecom is like one of the totally quickest different. changing systems. Changing, you know what I mean? System. Social media has changed everything. The algorithm changed on Facebook. The yeah, algorithm exactly changed right. on Instagram. Exactly right. We are, distribution, TikTok. We know. have to adapt and, and that's what it is. You know adapt what I mean? Adapt or die. A hundred percent. And uh, like part of what I do is always looking for new ways to redevelop what we've already got and make it more efficient. And um, yeah, like all of this in my course, guys. So um, yeah, every single day looking for new points of value. Check it out. Pelly the Econ Mastermind. Follow him on Instagram. <laughs> so we're going to finish this up. I've got shit, uh, places to be, women to do, places to ski. <laughs> so, okay. So from both of your perspectives... I'm a newcomer to e-com. Okay. Not me personally, but well, it will, <laughs> potentially I might do your course after this podcast. We'll see. But um, as as if if I was a newcomer, okay. What what would be? And I've got a nine to five shitty job. I don't like it. Yep. Got a nagging wife at home. I want the freedom to be able to do what I want, as you are. As he is. What are, what are the first steps that I need to do in order to be able to get this financial freedom? Oh, it's, it's easy, man. Take action. It's as simple as that. You know what I mean? Find a mentor, myself. Like, if you want to do e-com, that is. Um, you know what I mean? Find someone that's skilled at what you do and is willing to train you. And, like, obviously do your research on them. There's lots of, like, fakes out there that claim that they're mentors and yet just have, like, a fake rip-off brand of, like, a watch company or something. You know what I mean? And... Like necessarily aren't actually making money from e-com. There's lots of them. You know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, you know what I mean? Do your research. Make sure that they're 100%. And then look what other people are saying about them. You know what I mean? Because um, I must say, like, I've never had a student on my course. One, I've never had anyone ask for a refund. I've never had anyone say, hey, I didn't come. I didn't learn anything. Hey, I didn't. You know what I mean? Like every single person on my course has said to me that, hey, I've learned incredible value. I've learned mindset skills and um i've I've learned things that's really changed me as a person and, and that's what it's all about you know what i mean it's about learning that mindset and um getting into that growth mindset of like knowing that you know what i mean you don't know everything uh, but you need to be willing to learn it it's as simple as that so like yeah once you start learning um you, you take away the l and no more l's and then you start to earn and that's that willie <laughs> <laughs> what about from your what what give us some insight on this homie here that you got this your big homie just teaching you how to make money and how to succeed in life oh, obviously well, you got your own strengths and weaknesses yeah yeah we're we're here we're t- we're talking about the man Pele yeah so I think like the quickest way to quit your nine to five is a few steps one cut all of your friends that has a nine to five Ooh, replace a, them it's a deep one that, it's a deep yeah. one but it's, yeah, blue it's, pill friends right yeah you know what i mean the, the ones that are keeping pill. you down yeah, you need yeah, ones yeah, that are yeah. helping you up sorry it's so like you, if 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 you hang out with five people is, is this real <laughs> is the blue pill relevant to e-com now is it no the blue pill is relevant to life world. man if the bit the people that are holding you down mm-hmm. in life the ones that aren't progressing the ones that are still complaining <clears> you know what i mean they're the ones like i know it's hard you know what i mean but you got to cut them because they're only going to like one keep your mindset down you know what I mean? But two, there's people out there that what will really your blow your mind. Well, family is a tough one. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you don't want to cut them, but you you definitely don't have to, you know what I mean? You definitely don't have to take after them, if that makes sense. Like, take their advice. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you, you, you know what I mean? Your family, they're your family. You love them. But at the same time, don't, you know what I mean? You don't have to, um, 
You have to follow that advice. You know what I mean? Do your own thing. Follow someone that's actually done it. It's as simple as that. You know what I mean? The first step I ask, if someone, if someone tells me about, you know what I mean? Like, you should do this. You should do that. I say to them, well, have you done it? You know what I mean? If they haven't, yeah, no, no, then the why the fuck would you listen okay, to Okay, so um, just to finish it up, where can we find you on the internet? At Pele underscore Vuitton. Let's go. And what about, what about like website? Oh, yeah. PeleFrancis.com forward slash ecom CEO. And now, uh, Vian, give us the IG shout outs. Uh, Vian Boetta, W I A N B O T H A. No one can spell my name, but. Yo, so. <laughs> Same, bro. Willie's World Podcast. <laughs> Dopest Dope, you ever gonna smoke? We're signing out. Ecom Life. If you wanna get that fucking get busy, not have to work the nine to five slavery that Let's they conditioned go. you to be in. Remember, those Rockefeller people. They put you in that place. Take action. Go on to his website. Check out his course. 2021. We're winning. 2021. Boxing. 2021. Econ Boxing We're Exhibition. Taking over the world. Someone fight me. <laughs> Booyah! <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's go. <laughs>